Welcome back, my friend, to The Silent War with your host, Dustin Nemos of Nemos News, where we continue, with your help, to break the cycle of fake news. On this episode, we have Mayor Adams of New York City forcing his vegan diet on New York City public school kids using his position as a public servant. And Bannon's legal team has accused Chris Ray's FBI of secretly spying on his defense attorney and has filed a motion to compel discovery. This is a particularly heinous act, but the FBI knows no lows. World food prices are going to continue to accelerate and are set to reach new highs. One Biden official admits, anonymously, that they find it beautiful to watch as the regime spreads criminal migrants all over American communities. GoFundMe stole $10 million of the Freedom Convoy's 2022 fundraiser and apparently planned to disperse those funds to charities of their choice, probably BLM. But people began to warn that if you issue chargebacks by disputing the card payment, you can ruin their company. And then they decided to just refund everyone. So don't forget those disputes. The America Competes Act passed by Democrats will give China unlimited green cards to send spies to rip us off and steal our technology even more. Biden targets gun owners saying there's no amendment that's absolute. His regime still wants war with Russia so badly they are legitimizing the terms crisis actors and false flags by accusing Russia of using crisis actors and a false flag to invade Ukraine. And I think I put this in the wrong video because I'm just tired, but uh, Bloomberg had for 30 minutes uh, Russia invades Ukraine on their homepage because I broke tonight's videos up into sort of a COVID and then an everything else news video because it's just so much. I'm catching up. Shares of Facebook's parent company, Meta, which I think means death, dove more than 25% after Thursday, eliminating almost $200 billion of the company's market value as more and more people jump ship because of censorship. Also, the International Monetary Fund, the IMF, is pressuring El Salvador to drop Bitcoin as their official currency. Their response is epic. All of this and more coming up after a short word from our Patriot sponsors. Let's dive in. Late nights digging up the dirty secrets of the deep state. That's our family time these days. And you never know it to look at my skin. No bags, less wrinkles. The secret? The new revolutionary C60 infused facial cream. Time Stop. It's the world's most powerful, long-lasting, time-stopping beauty cream on the market today. Time Stop infuses your skin with nutrients that revitalize and hydrate without causing redness or irritation. It smooths wrinkles, softens skin, and improves elasticity, turning back time to make you feel great about looking in the mirror. Plus, it deep cleans and destroys acne to improve your complexion. The deep state has its secrets. I have mine. Try Time Stop today at redpillliving.com forward slash time stop. Time Stop is made in small batches to ensure the highest possible quality, which makes supplies very limited. Visit redpillliving.com forward slash time stop and turn back the clock starting now. Your secret is safe with me. Nemosnewsnetwork.com Breaking the cycle of fake news. So in New York, a publicly elected official is forcing the vegan diet lifestyle on New York City school children. 
So I'm going to dispense with the pleasantries on this. If you're a vegan or a vegetarian, I apologize if I offend you. Meat is a healthy, high-density source of pretty much everything. However, not all meats are created equal. And yes, animal cruelty is an issue, and that's why most people seem to choose the vegan or vegetarian lifestyle, especially vegan, but only on big agricultural settings. People don't tend to beat to death the animals that they've raised by hand. I can speak to this from a little bit of experience myself, having had animals most of my life, whether it's just chickens or, you know, up to cows, chickens, goats, sheep, ducks, guineas, all sorts of things now. Um, it's starting to look like Noah's Ark over here, just a little bit. I'll give you guys a tour when I can. But the point is, none of these things really matter because this is not a personal choice issue. It's not you or me chatting about our opinions. This is a publicly elected mayor of New York forcing it on school children using taxpayer dollars to do so. They don't get a choice. They have to eat what he provides for them in school. And in some cases, this is the only real meal these kids get, you know? This is yet another example of a far-left radical pushing their own lifestyle choices on the rest of us. But veganism is not without consequence. Not only is it generally disgusting, no offense, but it's also really bad for your health. Over a long period of time, it will deplete your liver of essential vitamins, and you basically destroy your health over time. It's not fast. But, you know, for those who have experienced the, the pesky, purple-haired, naggy vegan that's really pushy about it, here's how you counter them. There's a couple of easy arguments. One, I have cats and dogs, so I use them as an example. I've dealt with a lot of these people. Cats and dogs, especially cats, a little bit less so with dogs, but still they are as well, are obligate carnivores. That means they have to eat meat to be healthy and survive, especially cats, like I said. Dogs are they're able to survive, but not at real full health. And they, if they don't get some meat, they're going to be really bad shape. They're more scavengers than cats. They're hunters. But I digress. So if my cat and dog are obligate carnivores and I can't eat meat, then how do I feed them? Do vegans want my poor cat and do dogs to die? So that's what I, it's one of the arguments I'll use because they're very emotional-based people often. And if they really irritate me, I'll remind them that you know tens of millions of small field animals get slaughtered every year by heavy machinery used in the big farming practices to make the vegetables that they put into their soy tacos and everything else. So, you know, I <laughs> point is that you have to kill meat even if you don't eat meat unless you're doing some sort of like backyard permaculture thing and then good luck with the like pests and gophers and stuff eating all your food because you know you can't kill an animal right and again i'm not bashing on vegans and vegetarians i actually respect people who make a, a spiritual decision to not hurt animals i get that i think that you know i i'm doing well by the animal to give them a good lifestyle a good you know they're, they're raised like pets all of my animals i've even got squirrels that come up and jump on my shoulder every day uh, from the trees because you know they all love me but at the same time i feel like animals were put here to serve as you know, our food source i mean god gave us animals for food and you know for other uses you know like we have so many symbiotic relationships for like for example dogs or cats they have working relationships that go back thousands of years with humans you know they're useful for things like large animals pulling the plow is how we got to grow some of those vegetables for those vegans to complain about in the first place so no one respects animals more than I. 
But then again, I've also butchered and slaughtered animals myself in my own backyard, you know, flock of chickens or, or rabbits or whatever. And I can tell you it's never a happy day for me to do that. I mean, it's kind of a, a solemn process. To be honest, first couple times I did it, I, I actually said thank you to the chicken because I was about to like eat it and kill it and everything. And the chicken laid its head on the log in three separate occasions. It's a weird story. Just watched me while I... Anyway, but... The dogs are always happy on butcher day because they get all the leftovers and stuff, and that's their natural diet is to eat the raw meat, the, the organs especially, uh, the blood, all of that stuff. You ever seen a cat, like a big cat, like the lions or something, after they've killed something, they'll sit there and they'll lap at the blood as it gushes out because that's part of their diet, and that's what keeps them healthy. In fact, the top breeders of dogs in the world generally use something called the BARF diet, which is the bone and raw food, B-A-R-F diet for their animals. And it's incredible how good it is for your dog and cat. So, you know, I would argue that even as a vegan who would abstain from eating meat for personal use, even if you'd rather die than eat meat, you should still be willing to slaughter for your dog and cat because otherwise they will die. They're either eating the meat from you, or it was humanely raised, treated well, and butchered quickly, or they're eating the dog food kibble, which is inferior, but still involves the slaughter of animals that were treated badly, and raised in who knows what conditions, and probably terribly treated. So I always want to be respectful of everyone's positions, but you know we are talking about public officials using the power of their office to force things on children. So let's be, you know, extra cautious about that and let's not <laughs> let's not make mistakes with their health. Bannon's own defense attorneys are being spied on by the FBI apparently, and he is moving to compel discovery on this to prove it. But this is not even unheard of, but it's still pretty rare in American politics that the investigators go after the defense attorney. World food prices accelerate in January set for a record high. Very soon I hope to be able to provide you all with a little bit of a tour of the homestead that I'm setting up and all of the different processes and animals that we're incorporating into that. But the short version is this. We have a bunch of rabbits. That is my backup dog food for if store shelves are empty or unaffordable. They literally survive on grass and poop out fertilizer really good fertilizer that you can put directly on your plants without burning them too and in fact the world is going through a massive fertilizer supply crunch right now in multiple vector points i mean it's hitting like somebody sabotaged it so beyond rabbits i mean i don't eat a lot of rabbit myself um two reasons i i don't usually like the flavor there are some recipes however that are really good um but the second reason is because I've been following the Torah and I've been following uh, the best I can. I'm still learning uh, the Bible's law about this stuff. And, you know, I'm just trying to do what I can to be obedient to that. I know people say it's not required, but I think that obedience still counts. You know, even if you get in by faith, I, th I think obedience still counts. So I'm trying to keep the Torah. I'm trying to, like, do away with pork and all of that stuff. And, um, keep the sabbath which is great it's like a day off i don't usually get days off <laughs> but um you know i'm sort of forcing myself to take a day off which is great each week and kind of study the bible with family but anyway so so sort of back to my point and here comes the rain again darn it it's really loud so other animals um that we have sheep 
you know, they survive off of grass as well, and they make great meat, and they can be great for milk. They make a sort of a sweeter milk, like a more buttermilk than uh, cows do. We did pick up a cow, actually. Uh, she's really sweet, really annoying. She keeps pushing things over by accident and uh, getting into places she shouldn't be, and it's hard to move a cow. I usually suggest sticking with small animals. Uh, you know. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention, by the way, about rabbits, the smallest of them all. One small rabbit, female, per year is more meat than a full-grown cow. Yep. Because one rabbit will pump out between 6 to 15 other rabbits a month. And once you do the math on that, the exponential curve is unlimited meat, all for the price of grass. Can't really beat that deal. It's very cost-effective. But chickens are another great obvious component. They survive off of bugs and a little bit of grass. And they pump out eggs and a lower quality fertilizer for sure. But they still pump out a lot of it. So you've got to find a way to manage it. I, uh, I just throw a bunch of dry leaves on my chicken poop. And uh, it's called the deep litter method. Works great. Keeps them dry and happy. And chickens are a great, very, um, if you get the right breed, you know, you can have eggs for virtually free. They'll go out and forage, they'll eat bugs, and they'll turn those bugs into eggs. Uh, some of the fatter breeds will not forage at all because they're meat breeds and they get so fat that they can't walk very well and they get lazy. They just kind of hang out near the food and water all day. Depending on what your needs are, different animals have, you know, different breeds, just like with dogs. Uh, with, with rabbits, for example, New Zealand's. That's where to go. Um, New Zealand's or the uh, Flemish Giants, they have a little bit more bone, and the New Zealand's have a little bit more meat to bone ratio. But frankly, I actually think that the, the Flemish may be a better deal because they pump out like 50% more babies each month. I don't know. I'm still doing the math on that one. But um, you can mix them too, and they're really, you know, they're great pets. They're, they're great with kids. I mean, we have kids out here all the time playing with these things. Um, my daughter Athena and my son Sebastian are like non-stop playing with the baby bunnies. We have all sorts of little cuteness set up. I can't wait to give you guys a tour. Um, we have ducks. They're mean to other birds. You have to sort of segregate them. Uh, pulled all the tail feathers out of my poor chickens, the fat ones that wouldn't move too fast. Yeah, they they didn't get out of the ducks' way fast enough. Poor things. And um, lost all their tail feathers. And <laughs> that's that's farm life, you know, I mean, you get to experience like the personalities of all these different animals that you normally only eat. And um, you get to make sure they were treated well, most importantly. We've got goats as well. We've got milk goats, Nigerian dwarf milk goats. They're really child friendly and they pump out a lot of milk for their small size. Um, and the cow we have is a dairy cow too, by the way. So, I mean, I'm trying to give you sort of a, a, a tour but, you know, in that system of animals, we have eggs, we have meat, we have fertilizer. Um, we have, uh, in, in the case of, like, chickens or rabbits in certain uses, you can use them for labor. You can use them to prepare a garden. You can use the chickens to sort of scratch up a spot if you use, like, a chicken tractor or something. And they can uh, prepare and fertilize the, the garden that you're going to plant next year or something like that. So um, they can certainly go in there and you know, clear out pests and scratch things up and loosen the soil. And that's what they do. They enjoy doing that sort of thing. So for them, it's not labor. For them, it's just a day out. 
and uh, that sort of synergy, I think that honestly, I, I feel like we've lost something. That shepherd lifestyle, you know, being more in tune with nature, I feel like we've lost something, a lot of people. There's a spiritual component about homesteading and being sort of independent with your animals and, and sort of building those natural systems and that, that symbiosis that, like, it's a, it's akin to, like, having children, you know? Like, another layer of the onion peels off and you're crying and then suddenly, like, the world is more complicated, right? You see more than you did before. And that's a lot like it is in you know, when you have a child or you know maybe when you get married or something and there's, there's there's layers you know and i feel like this is one of those layers just the, the farming not the big agricultural stuff where they you know have no connection with the animals whatsoever it's just a couple of workers and stockholders none of them like animals and that's where all the animal cruelty comes from we've also picked up some guineas for tick control they're very effective at that they're very annoying birds. They really are. They'll pick a tree and they'll live in that tree and they'll make really annoying barking noises at everyone who comes near their tree. They're great alarm birds. Um, if you live out in the middle of nowhere, guineas are great. And I do, so there's a bunch of ticks. Um, but, uh, you know, I've got um, a couple of, uh, you know, fruit trees and avocado trees and, and fig trees, that kind of thing. Um, but you know, we're, we're, we're sort of just trying to build it up. We've got a couple of, uh, raised garden beds going in, uh, since I have time to build them. And, uh, you know, we've got some soil that was dropped off because everything here is just sand anyway. And we're going to do this thing because I know that I can no longer rely on stores in this communist regime. They are destroying the food supply on purpose. But I hope I can be, you know, a source of inspiration to others who are, you know, intimidated or something. But it's not as hard as it sounds. It's really not. I can show you guys how to build your own cages. I can show you guys how to breed the uh, the rabbits and cycle through on a spreadsheet and just kind of know what date to expect the babies to be born and how to handle that. And it's pretty easy. Um, with the chickens, if you get the right type, they'll they'll hatch their own babies. You don't even have to worry about it. Um, and if you do the colony method with rabbits, then, you know, you can ba basically do the same thing. They're just a little bit more rough around the edges and a little bit more wild that way. But um, basically, the, the trick is to protect them from predators. I'll show you my cage setup system. I've got a bunch of cages around here. I've got a bunch of, like, like converted dog lots or something like that, which I use for various types of animals. And I've got, like, a, a small field, a couple of acres of field, not much. But the sheep barely eat it anyway. They come up and beg for food all the time. <laughs> so, you know, we're working on that. But, you know, we, we, we've been really busy um, off camera just getting things set up for the inevitable collapse. And I want to, you know, help show you guys some of the stuff we're doing with that tour video soon. Because food inflation is just getting started. A vehicle has ran over some of the convoy supporters in Winnipeg, injuring many, sending them to the hospital. Apparently an arrest was made. Videos are already being censored of this topic. But another far-left nutjob hack who hates all things conservative, I imagine. I find more and more lately they just lose control and they can't quite keep in their rage anymore. And they lash out. Bloomberg News nearly started World War III. After running a fake headline, quote, Russia invades Ukraine, end quote on their homepage for 30 minutes, which is very reminiscent of that moment back in the collapse of 
the World Trade Center buildings um, where that reporter was caught saying that Building 7 had collapsed like moments before it had actually collapsed and then it collapsed like in the background while she was talking. Wasn't that wild? This it seems like that moment all over again. And they really did cover up Building 7, didn't they? The third tower to go down that day. An anonymous official of Joe Biden's regime recently did an interview with The New Yorker and came out and said that it's beautiful to watch describing Joe Biden's breakdown and dismantling of President Trump's immigration policies, essentially flooding the United States with criminal migrants, flying them to conservative areas and communities silently in the dead of night, as we've seen many times. This is something that they find beautiful to watch. GoFundMe has stolen $10 million of money raised for the Freedom Convoy of Truckers running across Canada, scaring the premiers, their version of a governor, into removing some of those or all of those COVID restrictions like in Saskatchewan. And at first they were going to give it away to charities of their choice, probably Black Lives Matter. But then they decided after people like me were starting to say, here's what you do to get back. You go to your bank, your credit card, or however you paid, and you dispute them. And that would pretty much destroy their merchant banking account relationship. They'll probably have to switch banks. And it's completely legit because they're not honoring what they paid for. In fact, they're probably committing wire fraud. So have at them. GoFundMe has censored and banned everyone, including myself. They deserve it. But honestly, why would any conservative ever use GoFundMe again? I mean, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me, right? At this point, we may as well change out the N and the D for a C and a K. I just don't want to say it out loud in case there's kids listening. But you'll probably chuckle. I mean, go F me. Just not quite fund. The House has passed a bill supposedly aimed at boosting U.S. competitiveness with China, yet hidden within it, apparently is unlimited green cards for Chinese citizens so that they can send more spies to steal our technology and our information. It's called the America Competes Act. <laughs> they always call it something benign or even child-friendly, and it's usually the opposite. Like Obamacare's the Affordable Care Act made everything expensive. Here's Joe Biden trying to push the debunked canon argument, which is a lie in order to limit your Second Amendment rights. After all, he says that no amendment is absolute. Watch this clip. See, this doesn't violate anybody's Second Amendment right. There's no violation of a Second Amendment right. We talk like there's no amendment that's absolute. When the amendment was passed, it didn't say anybody can own a gun and any kind of gun and any kind of weapon. You couldn't buy a cannon and when the, this, this uh, amendment was passed. And so no reason why you should be able to buy certain assault weapons. But the, the White House so badly wants war with Russia that they are now going to the extremes of promoting false flags and crisis actors as a Russian tool to invade Ukraine. Well, I thought those were conspiracy theories, so <laughs> isn't that just funny? Maybe I shouldn't have been banned all those times for talking about it, huh? But hey, good luck calling it a conspiracy theory now if the White House is legitimizing it. Facebook's parent company, Meta, which in Hebrew I believe means death, 
dove more than 25% after Thursday, eliminating almost $200 billion of the company's market value. Wish it would die and fit the name, because it's a horrible, evil company. The IMF, International Monetary Fund, is trying to pressure El Salvador into rejecting Bitcoin as their legal tender. In fact, they rejected the International Monetary Fund's recommendation, and they decided to keep it. It's really interesting to note, however, that El Salvador's finance minister reportedly angrily said, quote, no international organization is going to make us do anything, anything at all, end quote. And then also recently, the president of El Salvador, who kind of became internationally famous by making Bitcoin the official currency of the country in the first place, even asked on social media, quote, is there a deliberate plan to destroy the United States from within? Why are the authorities and some of the media not even commenting on these things? And why are they letting their beautiful cities rot? This from President Bukele. I probably said his name wrong. But President Nayib Bukele. I hope you found this video to be of value. If you did, please consider liking, sharing, and maybe even subscribing at nemosnewsnetwork.com slash news. Remember, we are 100% listener-funded. We rely on you to help us get the message out. And if you want to support that and our mission at Nemos News, then donate to us or shop with our Patriot sponsors. You can find all of that at nemosnewsnetwork.com slash sponsors. Definitely check out thegreatawakeningcoffee.com. After all, you don't want to miss anything, and our specialty at thegreatawakeningcoffee.com is waking people up with delicious gourmet coffee. Alright folks, have a wonderful evening. I am going to crash. I barely was able to struggle through this video. I'm still kind of weak from being sick all night. I didn't get much sleep either. Poor Sebastian was fevered too, and I had to sing him to sleep four different times. And nothing prepares a parent to see their baby suffer. God willing, I'll see you guys on the next one. Nemo's out.